What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Luke Burke, from the Candidly Speaking Podcast. There's been a lot of stuff going on, but today I'm going to talk about how do you gain momentum in this new year? How do you get yourself ahead and put things into proper perspective? Let's go. I'm going to identify five things that you can focus on for this year, and I'm going to give a bonus tip. Actually, it was a tip someone gave me, and I just want to share it because I thought it was great. All right, all right, all right. So look, there's been a lot of stuff going on, man, since the last time I did a podcast. Uh, my last podcast was uh, with my boy Walt, man. Shout out to Walt. Uh, we were talking about being your authentic self. So now going into the new year, we're going to just kind of talk about some things that you can try to do to kind of get yourself ahead. I know I'm late. <laughs> I know I'm late to the party. It's like almost the end of January. We're going into February. But you know what? I figure better late than never. A lot of stuff going on here, too, and a lot of stuff going on in our country, man. We just had a an administration change. Um, I won't dive too deep into that today, um, but I will get into that. Believe me, I will get into that because there are some things that I have not been able to talk about for the last four years that I really want to talk about. And I want to express myself and I want to have people on the show who oppose my view remember when I first started this podcast I said I want people on the show to oppose my views and this is the time where I really want people to oppose my view on the last four years in this country and that administration everybody saw what happened on January 6th but again I'm not going to dive too deep into that because today is a good day today is a good positive message day. I'm going to give you guys kind of five things that I think will be good for us to focus on and try to improve on during the year. Now, I don't have a lot of magical words. I don't have a lot of big words, a lot of great things for you to do. Just some simple things that I think are really simple uh, to apply. So number one, number one, and maybe you write this now. I don't know. And it's simple. Identify who in your life is important, right? So you're going to get a lot of people out there that are going to criticize you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to say, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you raising your baby this way? Why are you talking to your husband this way? Why are you talking to your wife that way? Why are you guys doing this? Why do you guys always post pictures? Stop. Okay. You're going to get a lot of that. All right. So you have to identify who's important because the people that are important are the only people that should ever carry any kind of weight into your life. And even then, sometimes you have to be careful on how much weight you allow them to carry in your life. Of course, someone close to you is going to carry a lot of weight, right? But you don't want them to carry so much weight that it just keeps you down, okay? Because no matter what, one thing I learned, one thing I learned in any kind of counseling session or any session I've ever been in from leadership training or anything, you know, you are you. You are responsible for you, right? You are responsible for you. They're responsible for them. So keep that in perspective. Identify the people who are important to you. And what I mean by that is those people who are not that important. I don't mean they're not important people, but the people that are not that important as far as that goes. Then you can just immediately shed off that weight like. Okay, that's your opinion about me. That's fine. I still like you. We're still cool. But that's your opinion. And I don't I I don't I don't mind. That's okay. All right. So let's make sure we identify who's important. Right. I have only one or two friends that I'll call 
to to say, hey, man, let me run this by you. Right. Because I value their opinions. We talk. In fact, I talked to one of my friends yesterday and we just talk. We we talk about things and there is his opinion carries weight, you know, um, but that person is important to me. So um, I don't mind that. OK, so let's just make sure we identify who's important. Now, let's identify what is important. Right. Of course, you have your job. This is tip number two. Of course, you have your job. You know, a lot of these things are important. You know, coming home, spending time with your family. All those things are important. Though what those are the what things what are important. Right. You know, things I have to do, things I have to, you know, now. From the what's important, you know, you have to identify, OK, well, when you're home and you just want to, I'll throw this out there because I've heard this a thousand times. You want to just go downstairs, play a video game. All right, cool, whatever. But is that what's important right now? Maybe not. Or maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. I don't know. But if that's what's important, then that's what you need to do. But my point in what's important is what are you prioritizing? You have to prioritize. I think the reason why people are so stressed in our world is that they don't know how to prioritize their time. Some people can manage their time, but they don't know how to prioritize their time. And to me, those are two different things. You can manage your time well, but your prioritizations can be horrible. Effectively making your time management horrible, too. But that's a whole nother ballgame. I'm not a therapist. I'm just telling what I've learned over the years. Okay, so you have to identify what is important and manage your time appropriately for what is important and prioritize. Okay, me, I'm always writing something down. Usually I don't write with a hand and a pen. Usually I'm always typing something or I'm using my phone for notes. And people always say, well, you have to write it down. I agree. Writing down is a whole different animal. It it trains you in a different way. But if I can make a note about something, if I'm out somewhere lately nowhere <laughs> because the pandemic is still happening but if i go somewhere and i think of something i just pull out my phone write a little note okay cool i'll revisit that and i might not even visit that again for another five weeks okay um but you know my whole my whole point in all that is um you know i'm i'm making notes of things therefore it'll allow me to prioritize my time as i need to so if i make a note if something if something is very important then I'll put like a little special star or something like that. Like, hey, I need to prioritize this. So identify what is important. What things are you doing? What things are happening that are important that must be prioritized first? Right. Once you get your priorities in order, the time management thing, uh, it comes uh, pretty nicely. Um, so for the previous year, uh, a lot of us, you know, a lot of things happened last year, man. I, a lot of stuff happened last year. Um, started out last year. Most of you know who's listened to this podcast before. Um, you know, I lost my nephew early, early in the year, man. Before all this pandemic stuff really took hold, I lost my nephew, man, and that was like one of the hardest things, man, because seeing my family hurt like that, man, is just is is you you can't imagine that that feeling and. You know, my sister says it right. I saw her post the other day. She's like, you know, you can't imagine it and you can't. You really can't. Um, so last year was a crazy year. So what we have to do is you have to reflect on what you learned last year. 
there's a lot I learned last year. There's a lot I learned about me. There's a lot of stuff I learned about our country. There's a lot of stuff I learned about some other people. I learned about other people's priorities. And I'm not going to get way into this again, but it's at the forefront of my mind. I learned from some people that no matter how much I tell you or show you or prove to you. The the difference in how certain people are handled in this world and I give you proof and you still don't care and you still justify what happened at our Capitol on January the 6th. I learned a lot from these people. Because I learned that they didn't care. You know, I'm one of these people, man, that, that I usually give people the benefit of the doubt, right? Until you show me otherwise. And for so many years, a lot of these people have shown me otherwise. But now they have shown me their true self. I learned. And I still will give people the benefit of the doubt. But now that benefit of doubt is going to kind of sway a little bit towards the skeptical side, right? Like, like, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, but I'm going to, I might, I might assume this about you until you prove me otherwise. And it's only a certain type of person. It's only a certain type of person that you meet and you hear them say certain things. So it's not everybody, of course. But I, I learned that People, I mean, I've always known, I grew up in the South, always known hate and I've always known racism. But to see it in full display over the last year has just been, has just been crazy. So anyway, backing off of that, what have you learned in 2020? And what are you going to, what have you learned in 2020 that you're going to adjust or flip in 2021? A lot of people a lot of people learned, hey, I can make money in the stock market. A lot of people signed up for Robinhood accounts or E-Trade accounts or TD Ameritrade accounts or Charles Charles Schwab accounts. A lot of people went out and signed up for their own brokerage and said, hey, I put $10 in this. And now it's worth twenty five dollars. I can actually make money in my sleep. That's the dream that, you know, this brand new house, brand new car, all this stuff. The American dream is to make money while you sleep. <laughs> That's the American dream to make your money work for you. Not this whole big old house thing. All that stuff comes with that. But American dream is to make money while you sleep. And a lot of people learned that they can make money while they're asleep this year. And I guarantee you that that's going to come with some regulation. A lot of people learn now taking that lesson from last year are you going to bring it into this year now a lot of people learn in an unfortunate circumstance we had a market crash we had the virus come in and the market crashed like crazy market may not do that again for another eight to ten years but guess what did you are you going to take some of those lessons that you learned from 2020 about investing and apply them to 2021 and take it even a step further so now 20, 30 years down the road, you've done what you needed to do. You've learned what you needed to learn. And your money was making money while you were sleeping. That some people learned that. And that's great. So just keep remembering what you learned from last year and apply it again to this year. 
Okay. And maybe, or don't apply it if it's not helping you. Okay. So upon what you've learned, also uh, tip number, uh, that was tip number three. Sorry. I think I skipped saying that. That was tip number three. Reflect on what you learned. Uh, tip number four, decide what you want to do better. Right. And those two kind of go hand in hand. What do you want to do better this year? What is it that you want to do better this year? Do you want to parent better? Because most parents have been home with kids who are trying to do school. Okay. What do you want to do better? Do you want to be there for your kid better and teach them better? Or would you rather give them a better environment? Like, what do you want to do better? Or what do you want to do better for yourself? Maybe you've been sitting in the house looking at me. I haven't even posted barely any pictures of myself. I posted some. <laughs> my hair is wild. You know, maybe I'll go cut my hair. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, for some of you, are you going to cut your hair? Are you going to do something different? Uh, maybe some of the ladies who are sitting home and maybe you haven't done your nails or you haven't done anything that, you know, that you used to like to do before the pandemic kept you in the house. Maybe you're going to maybe you're going to do that. You know, decide on that, though. Decide, hey, I want to do that better this year. You know, that made me feel good about myself. It made me feel good to put on makeup. It made me feel good to paint my nails. Even if I don't go anywhere, it still made me feel good. Right. Because, you know, um, my husband noticed me more and it made me want to do it even more. So I, I felt good about it. So, you know, what do what do you what do you want to do better? And I'm not saying that you have to do those things. I'm just saying sometimes. During this pandemic, people have stopped doing some of the things that made them happy. It made them feel good. And they're stuck in the house and they don't know what to do. And they feel like some of these little things are are pointless. Me personally, I've felt like for a long time getting a haircut was pointless. Now I want to do more videos and I'm like, ah, maybe I'll get a haircut. But I've been trying to stay out. And especially now they're talking about the this, these new, con more contagious variants of the virus. I'm like, man, I don't want to go anywhere if I don't have to. I don't want to go anywhere. But what I might want to do better is, you know what? I don't need to sit around the house and look like a werewolf either. Maybe I can do better in that. <laughs> you know, maybe I can do better instead of sitting around the house looking like a werewolf, you know? Um, so what do you want to do better this year? Maybe you want to, maybe you want to read more books. You know, maybe you read one book last year. And you want to read three this year. That's better. Anything can be better. OK, so that's the kind of things that you want to be thinking about next year. That was number four. Decide what you want to do better. And number five, I, I think this one is key. Uh, find yourself, challenge yourself uh, to something uh, new. OK, challenge yourself to something new. Right. Um, I have found a lot of value in, in trying something new. Right. I, I did this podcast, started this podcast back in. November. I started doing my first few episodes back in November and I liked it. I thought it was cool. I was like, you know what? I can do this because originally I was like, ah, I don't know. You know, I'm reaching out to people. I don't know. You know, some people I knew, some people I didn't know, some people I knew well, some people I don't know very well. And I'm thinking to myself, they are not going to want to talk to me on this thing. I have zero followers. It benefits them none at all. It only benefits me in efforts to grow in this podcast. And I just was nervous. And I did my first few podcasts, my uh, my veterans, um, veterans week podcast called My Service Matters. And I thought that was a great 
thing. I thought people liked it. I thought people took well to it. And I said, you know what? One thing I can do is talk. I like to talk. And if you've ever talked to me, probably been on the phone with me before. And I just talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. And you didn't want to cut me off because you were being nice. <laughs> but that's OK. I'm, I'm fine with people cutting me off because I know I talk a lot and I can recognize that about myself. And maybe that's even another tip. You know, what about yourself do you recognize that you want to improve on as well? But I didn't have that tip written down, so I don't have a whole lot of feedback on that. Um, but when you challenge yourself to something new, it's almost like it opens new portals in your brain. I don't know how to explain it. I know there's probably some scientific research that talks about, you know, learning new things, opens up uh, new energy waves or something. But it just feels good to learn something new and to do something new. Um, but I would encourage you, you know, what is it that you something that you've always wanted to try that you never would? Now, listen. I'm not talking about no skydiving or nothing like that because I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing that. You know, I saw enough of my buddies in the army, you know, they were airborne and I look at it now sometimes I'm like, eh, maybe it would have been cool. Cause I, I didn't realize for a long time that, you know, it looks like they're on a rip cord and the rip cord just kind of pulls you. I don't know if you actually have to pull your own thing. I don't think you do. Um, but, I always thought you had to pull it. And I always felt like I might panic up there if I didn't pull the thing. Looking back as a young guy going into the army, I probably should have done it when I first came in the army. Right. Um, but if there's something you want to try, go try it. Right. If you want to try a podcast, try a podcast. Right. Who cares if it's, oh, everybody's doing a podcast because of the pandemic. So what? Who cares? You know, I saw um, I saw a post today and the guy was going outside to run and he's like, you know, he, he is cold and he had like all his gear on and he's like, Hey, don't judge me from the couch. That's real. Don't judge me from the couch. So if somebody judging you, what you want to try new, tell them, Hey, don't judge me from the couch. Okay. That's, that's real right there. Don't judge me from the couch. Cause if you're going to be sitting down, you could be doing this too, but you're not. And you know what? I find that a lot of people do that. They judge you from afar and say, look at this guy. Look at this girl. Look at her. Who do you think she is? Or who he think he is? And they'll judge you. Right? We all have our, we all have our, 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 our bias or not bias. Uh, we all have our, our thing where we kind of look at people kind of snide and we're like, uh, I don't know why you're doing that. You know, doesn't, doesn't make it right. We all kind of do it sometimes, but you know, some people are a little more vocal about it. And um, if someone is if someone is in your stuff like that, hey, don't judge me from the couch. I'm trying to do what I want to do. I'm trying to work on something that I enjoy. I'm trying to keep my mental sanity intact in and check. OK, so don't judge me while I'm doing this, while I'm trying to do this stuff. Um, you know, but like I said, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be anything grandiose. Like you don't have to go jump off a building or or you know, go be a stunt person or anything like that. It could be something as simple as, you know, maybe um, you want to learn to make jewelry, right? Maybe you want to learn to make jewelry or maybe you want to learn how to use a, a camera, like do pictures since you're in the house more. You want to or learn how to do video, learn some rules of composition or learn some lighting techniques for video, learn some color grading, learn some visual effects, something. Maybe there's something that you want to learn, maybe how to write a script. Hey, I need some script writers. <laughs> I need some script writers because after this pandemic, I will be filming. Need some script writers. 
I need some content. I need some people who need stuff, right? Who needs uh, filming, commercial video or whatever. I'll be doing a lot of that stuff. You'll see a lot of it, right? Um, probably see me on the back on the basketball court again soon. Um, more on that to follow. But try something new, you know? Try photography. Try a new, try a new dish. Today, you know what? Let me talk about this. Because it didn't come out very, it didn't come out the way I wanted it to come out, but it came out good, right? So today I made like these raspberry, what do you call it? Like a raspberry cheesecake bars. Wasn't much of a bar, but the cheesecake and the raspberry part, spot on. The crust, spot on. But I'm working with a new stove and I think that stove does not heat to the temperature it's supposed to heat. Actually, <laughs> It actually does. It's a brand new stove and it's probably way too efficient. <laughs> and I probably should have adjusted my temperatures and stuff. Um, but the stove is probably way too uh, efficient than, than more efficient than I'm used to. Um, so I had to adjust sometimes and stuff, but it came out. Okay. It was a new dessert. It was a new thing I wanted to try. I was like, Oh, I never made a cheesecake. It tastes just like cheesecake. And I'm like, yes, I know how to make cheesecake now. So guess what I'm going to try to do next week? probably make a cheesecake and then from there i'm gonna probably make a chocolate swirl cheesecake chocolate swirl cheesecake and then you know almond breeze or something i don't know that's a milk but whatever you know <laughs> i'm gonna try a whole bunch of different stuff okay so go try something different man it doesn't have to be anything brand new it doesn't have to be anything spectacular it doesn't have to be you know anything off the charts you know because you get people man it's kind of like we always find a way to show each other up right so you, you see people and they're like, oh, look at me. I can do this. And then you see other people like, oh, man, I can't do that. And then it's like, oh, man, you know, I can't I, I, I really can't do that. But maybe you can't do that, but you can do something else if you want to. Maybe you want to just catch up on a show, I guess. I don't know. But that's OK. You know, you do do what you want to do. All right. So listen up. So I told you guys early in the in the podcast, I talked to one of my friends over the weekend. And so one of the things I'm going to start trying to do, I think is really cool, is a book recommendation. OK, so I'm going to recommend to you guys this book that he referred to me that I thought was an amazing book. Now, I haven't read the book, but I have read part of the intro and I'm going to give you part of that today as well. But I thought the the idea and the concept of the book, just reading the book, it automatically sparked something in my brain. Like, wow, that sounds amazing. This guy is one of my good friends and he's, he's definitely a leader and I love how he leads his family. And you know, the book, the, the title of the book is called the 12 week year, get more done in 12 weeks than others do in 12 months by Brian P. Moran and uh, Michael Lennington. Um, so I read the intro. I read I read some of the intro and, you know, I kind of browse through the book, you know, like I usually do when I whenever I see a book, um, you know, that's one of my personal goals this year. Right now I'm reading a book, man. The book is long. It's like 24 chapters or something like that. It's like 26 chapters. I just hit chapter 12 and I'm still going. Um, but <laughs> this is an investment book. I'll tell you the name of that book. The name of that book is called um, Investing. Um, is it uh what is the name of the book it's called um oh the intelligent investor uh the intelligent investor and i enjoy reading the book but there are some parts in that book that can be you know um 
very dry, but it's the Intelligent Investor um, by a guy named uh, I'm I'm forgetting his name right now. I'll I'll remember here in a second. But it's a really good it's a really good investment book. You know, uh, it was one highly recommended to me. Um, it's called The Intelligent Investor, the, the definitive book on value investing by Benjamin Graham. Okay, but this version I have is 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 updated with commentary because the book was originally written in like the 60s or something like that. And it's not is if unless you're a finance major, it's not really um, unless you're a finance major, it's not really uh, an easy read. I was told before <laughs> I was told before getting the book that it would be a like an easy read as in like easy to understand without the commentary chapters I would not be able to understand completely some stuff is pretty clear some stuff is pretty straightforward but um, a lot of it is um, is not very easy to understand unless you have um, you know a background in it however I will say since starting chapter 10 chapter 10 seems to be like the rest of the book things are going to be a lot more um easily understood because I have a little more experience in those things. Um, but getting back to, to my friend's book, um, that he recommended that I recommend that you guys go read is the 12 week year, get more done in 12 weeks than, than others do in 12 months. And what I want to do here is I want to read you guys, uh, this excerpt from the book. Okay. Because I think it's so key in life was, was said here in this book. So let me read this says the number one factor holding people back from achieving what they are truly capable of is not a lack of knowledge, intellect or information. It's not a new strategy or idea. It's not a large network of connected people. It's not hard work, natural talent or luck. Of course, all those things help. All these things help. They all play a factor, but they are not the factors that make the difference. So if you think about that. And there's more to read. But if you think about that, think about all those things that he just said, because when we're out here, we think someone is smarter than us. We think people work harder than us. We think all of these things. But he said, he said, you've no doubt heard the saying knowledge is power. I disagree. Knowledge is only powerful if you use it. Think about that. Because so many people out here feel like, oh, I have knowledge. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. I have this. But if you don't use the knowledge, what's the, what's the point of it? I've always been a person that's felt like if you don't share the knowledge, what's the point of having the knowledge? If you're not going to share it, if you're not going to use it, what's the point of having it? You're going to keep it just for yourself. <laughs> what is that going to do? What is that? What is that gaining? And I see so many people out here. Um, it used to be really bad in the photography video industry. I, I don't know if it's like that anymore. I haven't seen it as bad as I used to, but people wouldn't want to show you their stuff like they'll be like, well, I don't want to show you this because I'll tell you, let me tell you guys a story. Okay. I'm all, I always got a story, right? So there was a time when I was in the military still, and I was thinking about transitioning and I wanted to see if I could go get a job at the Washington post as a photographer. I had been doing photography for a couple of years uh, in the military. And I said, you know what? It'd be really cool if I can go work for the Washington post. I called the Washington post. I was trying to talk to some of the staff photographers just to kind of get an idea. There was nobody in particular that I knew their work or anything like that. But I just was trying to get a get an idea of what it's like or how do you work? How do you get a job at the Washington Post as a photographer? And the lady I talked to, she was not helpful. I wish I had got her name. She was not helpful at all. When I called her, she said, why do you want to do this? Get out of the field. 
why do you why do you want to do photography it's a dying field don't don't even do it why why do you want to do it and I realized I was like really I was like why would this lady tell me that like why should why wouldn't she say well this is this at this job this is this at this job you may not like it but hey it's gonna be really hard you know photography has changed you know she could have said a little different but no she was like hey get out of the field don't do it she just said don't do it I, I was like man why why would you tell somebody that like why why would you try to crush somebody's goals, crush somebody's dream? You know what I'm saying? Maybe give them a better suggestion or maybe say, hey, maybe you should do this type of photography or maybe consider this. Keep trying this, but try this. Why? Why would you do that? So anyway, you no doubt heard the saying knowledge is power. I disagree. Knowledge is only powerful if you use it, if you act on it. People spend lifetimes acquiring knowledge, but to what purpose? Knowledge alone benefits no one else unless the person acquiring it does something with it and great ideas are worthless unless they are implemented the marketplace only rewards those ideas that get implemented you can be smart and have access to lots of information and great ideas you can be well connected work hard and have lots of natural talent but in the end you have to execute execution is the single greatest market differentiator Great companies and successful individuals execute better than their competition. The barrier standing between you and the life you are capable of living is a lack of consistent execution. Effective execution will set you free. It is the path to accomplish the things you desire. Think about that. So none of the stuff is not your intelligence is none of that stuff that we normally think. It's that consistency and that that willingness to execute what it is that you're thinking i could have sat on this idea of a podcast for the next 10 years but if i never executed it then it was a worthless useless idea i have to execute that sound stage that i want to build in the future it's an idea right now but i have to execute that in order for it to be realized it's not going to just pop out of nowhere i want a sound stage yeah i want to sound i want to film studio i what tyler perry did i want to do and i have no shame in saying that what tyler perry did i want to do okay now let me make sure i'm clear on this <laughs> what he did with his studio is what i want to do where i want to be i've had my own struggles i don't need his struggles okay getting that studio that he had is where I want to be. Let me be clear on that. Let me ask the Lord for forgiveness on that because I, I you know, that man went through some stuff. I, I don't want to, I don't want to endure that kind of stuff. All right. But honestly, I, for regarding the studio stuff, I really, I really want to, um, that's where I want to be. That's, that's, that's where my standard is. Okay. And let me talk a little bit about Tyler Perry. You know, we laugh at his movies. You know, we laugh at, you know, the whole Medea thing. And, you know, some of us, you know, um, you know, watch just about every movie I probably have. Um, my wife definitely has, um, you know, but there's more to Tyler Perry than Madea and there's more to Tyler Perry than Tyler Perry Studios. Um, you know, so that's why I say, you know, his story is his story. I, I don't want his story. I just my goal and my dream and my vision is to have what he has as far as like my own studio. It doesn't have to be 12 sound stages or 22 sound stages. It doesn't have to be an old army post or an army base or nothing like that. I'm not saying it at all. All I'm saying is I aspire to, to, to go big like that. And that's, that's just my goal. Okay. Um, but 
in order for me to get to that goal, I have to try and execute things that I need to execute. Um, you know, so that's kind of where I am, but I want to leave you guys with one last quote. Uh, as you all know, back in November, uh, during my service matters, um, veterans week, I email or I interviewed, uh, coach, uh, David Grace, and he has a quote that, um, that I think resonated with me when I first heard him say it. Um, and I heard him say it in some other interviews and I think he said it on my interview or we might've talked, you know, somewhere after that, but, you know, coach Grace says, you know, you have to do more with your 24. And I really like that. Uh, I really like coach Grace, uh, saying that. And he usually tells, uh, you know, the young guys that he's recruiting that, you know, do more with your 24. And I really like that. So with that said, you know, I want you guys to go out there, you know, make sure you are doing more with your 24. Okay. Make sure you're doing that. Uh, again, I'll give that credit to coach Grace, coach David Grace, um, with a quote, uh, again, <laughs> you know, I feel kind of bad and weird, uh, you know, about the whole Tyler Perry thing. Like I said, I, I would just want to put it out there. I'm not saying I want whatever struggles he had. I just, you know, my goal is just to kind of build up my empire kind of like similar to his but with that said i appreciate you guys coming in to listening to the first podcast for 2021 coming up on the candidly speaking podcast we have some exciting things going on next week or uh yeah pretty much next week we'll be starting black history month i have a lot of um i just have a lot of interviews that i want to do for black history month then following Black History Month, we have Women's History Month. And I want to interview people. I want to talk to people. You know, this is my way to communicate to the world. And that's what I want to do. So listen up. Thank you all for listening to the Candidly Speaking Podcast. I would love to have your feedback. This is your boy, Luke Burke, Candidly Speaking Podcast. I'm out.